When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. There is a huge lack of providers across really the whole Midwest. And so farmers in these areas are kind of left left alone, left forgotten, and it's really hard for them to get access to care without having to drive to a major metro center. And then some of the providers who are available in these small communities don't have an understanding of farming. So when farmers do come to them, they don't understand the language, they don't understand the struggles, and they don't understand the unique stressors that this population is really facing. And there are unique aspects to living in rural places that are hard to understand and really hard to teach to mental health providers as they kind of come through and learn and develop, such as the lack of privacy. Like when you are living in a rural community, everyone knows you, everyone knows your family, everyone knows what your truck looks like, right? You pull up to that mental health clinic and if someone drives by, they're going to know that Mike was at the mental health clinic for two hours because they know his truck was there. And so there's a lack of privacy, there's high levels of stigma and just not enough providers. What measures are you seeing farmers have to take to combat this issue? Um, I think often they're just not. They're just kind of keeping it to themselves and not reaching out, not getting the help they need. And that's perpetuated by stigma. That's perpetuated by the lack of access. And just it's harder overall. And some of them are turning to things like in Wisconsin, they have the voucher system. So they're able to get some mental health there. And, and that is good and wonderful. And Wisconsin is really lucky to have that. But not all of them are able to reach out. Not all of them are comfortable enough reaching out. So there's some, again, barriers to that. They have to drive a ways away or they have to use Zoom. And both of those things can really take away from the whole the whole concept and big picture of mental health. Doing Zoom is not always as personable as meeting one-on-one in person with a provider. And farmers don't have time to get off the farm and drive to a metro center to receive mental health care. What are some of the key areas that you're seeing these farmers come in with, things that are really affecting their mental health, that they're coming to seek that help for? For women, it's a lot of relational and communication barriers. So they're wondering what like why their husband isn't talking to them why their husband isn't sharing like obviously they're seeing the same stressors but they are just feeling like the communication and the relationship building is there for men it's more of the stressors of keeping the farm together and keeping keeping the finances making sure that they are not the generation that lets the farm go because these are usually very long multi-generational farms and no generation wants to be the one to see it go away and especially now with the younger generation not really coming back to the farm at the same rate that they have been, that is becoming a higher level of stress. And that's kind of what I'm seeing more of the men bring up. So there's kind of some gender differences, but I do have the opportunity to work a lot with couples and to kind of figure out and work through owning a business together, running a farm together, and also running a family. And those, the way that the three combine and really form this idea of the family farm and the family farm business causes a 
about high level of stress and we don't always know how to work through that and I don't think that necessarily the older generations have been great role models for how to do that effectively and productively. Speaking of that generational aspect of it, are you seeing any children watching their parents go through it so they're feeling it because their parents are feeling it? Are you seeing any of that come through as well? Yeah, definitely. And as a farm kid myself, I think that you look back at the struggles that your parents face and it definitely taints how these kids are viewing farming. And maybe even that's why they're not coming back to the farm. They don't have the same sense of duty and they see all the struggles that their parents went through and they kind of just brush it off. But no, it totally affects teens and young kids. So whenever I I work with families, like it's always important to invite your kids to be at the table for that discussion, even if they don't necessarily know what's going on. Maybe their opinion actually isn't that as fact-based as yours, but they should be able to be at that table and hold hold space for them because they're going to be the next generation. They have to have a sense of agency. What are you currently doing to provide access for quality mental health care to rural communities? We have a very unique program that's based off of what the state of Minnesota is doing. So I work primarily in northwest Wisconsin and northeast Minnesota, and I have a basically hotline, and farmers call me, and I show up. I go sit at their kitchen table, and we have conversations. I grew up on a farm. I lived in a rural community, and I also have degrees in psychology and counseling. So I go and sit down, and we have a conversation that's mental health-based and filled with farming language and I'm able to understand and kind of bring the health care to them because it is so hard to get off farm and it is so hard to just go out and be so I'm very present at conferences like grazing association meetings events held by extension for education just holding a presence and kind of working my way into these communities and really setting a baseline for mental health and working to end stigma and just have a presence. What is some of the feedback that you've received now doing these home visits in a sense and really trying to share the word that mental health is important. It's just as important as your physical health when it comes to farming, especially there's all those barriers, those stress factors that can affect it. What are some of the feedback that you're getting from these farmers that you're helping? The farming communities that I'm able to really be in a lot, the stigma is definitely going down. I had I was at an event the other day and I had a kind of group of farmers who I've known for about a year kind of standing around and one farmer that I actually worked with came up and he was talking and his buddies were kind of poking him and they were like you definitely need to call Alma like you you have more stress than anyone and he like looked at them and he was like no I do call Alma we meet we meet pretty regularly and we talk about it and the whole conversation changed it for for the better like it's kind of turned from a joke to a a conversation that can actually be held and and just another kind of anecdote I spoke at an event that I spoke at exactly a year ago and I I got done speaking and I was just like kind of by my booth and a farmer who was there a year ago he came up and he was like you're developing a northern Minnesota accent so the community is really opening up and letting mental health take up space 
And that's really how the stigma is going to end is with like psychoeducation, talking about mental health, talking about mental health instead of mental illness, like focusing on the health part and just being present. While there are many barriers that these rural communities and those farmers are facing, there's also barriers that the providers are facing. Can you touch on what are some of those potential barriers that those providers are facing when it comes to providing mental health resources? I would say that the biggest one with rural communities and specifically working with farmers is funding. Like there needs to be funding available for people like me to kind of do this. I'm able to go to farmers at no cost, no insurance, because a lot of these farmers are self-insured and that gets really expensive. So that is a key point. And also having knowledge about rural communities and that probably has to happen more at an academic level. So trying to provide these master's programs and PhD programs that help get these providers licensed in mental health. Having space to talk about farming and the unique situations that arise when you are working in a rural community and trying to build the gap between provider and clinician.